Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 47. I'm Russell Dowden, your publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. And joining me here on the show this week is my co-host uh, is Coleman Hempel of the Texas Hemp Industries Association uh, joining us here on the program as well. How are you, Coleman? I'm doing awesome. I'm actually out here in Lake Travis Day. It's a beautiful, beautiful mid-90s day in Austin, Texas. Can't, can't complain at all. <laughs> yes, today we are on... Um, uh, I don't know if it's COVID protocol or what, but we're just doing the show kind of on a Zoom a little bit, experimenting here. And then our guest calling in on the Texas Hemp Show today is uh, Andrew Bish of Bish Enterprises up in Giltner, Nebraska. Andrew is no stranger to the Texas Hemp Reporter. We've done a a review on one of their products with um, his sister-in-law, Beth, I believe, up there at Farm Max introduced us uh, to them sometime when we first got started at the Texas Hemp Reporter, and so we met um, Andrew there and Jacob at the Dallas uh, Expo, Coleman, and uh, a bish, uh, they're big in the agriculture space, uh, just all over the United States. Yeah, they are. So, so Andrew is based out of out of Nebraska and is a, a farm implements company, and so he's no stranger to Texas. I know he's had custom farming equipment that that he's provided from from the Gulf Coast up into the Panhandle. So. Mm-hmm. Really excited to, to hear him uh, with us here today, and I think he'll probably be sharing some information on the, the Hemp Feed Coalition that he sits on. I, I know that they're real big advocates for for hemp feed, um, for, for livestock, for horses, for cows. and In fact, they've had a big campaign going right now for horse food, and you know it's, it's still one of those wild things that we can go and buy hemp seed. To, to eat at HEB, Costco, all these places, we still can't feed it to our animals. So they've been very much on the forefront of that and excited to have them on the show today. Yeah, uh, Bish Enterprises has been providing innovative products for 40 years. They've been serving farmers and dealers that serve the farmers for decades. They, they, they serve those farmers that harvest the crops that help feed America. So that's coming from BishEnterprise.com. So um, he'll be calling in here in about uh, 10, 12 minutes from now. He could tell you about any, a lot more about the things going on on the farm than I can, but that's why we're going to have him on is to educate our our, um, our, our growing hemp industry uh, enthusiasts here in the Lone Star State and, and educate ourselves uh, uh, from Andrew Bish of Bish Enterprises. What's going on with you, Coleman? Are any news that's uh, made uh, your headlines over there? Uh, Anything major news come breaking through? Yeah, so you know we've been following the the infrastructure bill really closely. I um, mean, and, and as you know, the the Senate passed that infrastructure. I think it was a one point three trillion dollar infrastructure bill yesterday, and that's right. The House has yet to to pass their bill, but you know we're we're going also going to be following what what they call reconciliation bill and you know the reconciliation between those house and and senate versions of the bill i think that the house was proposing a 3.5 trillion dollar bill and working with the, the national hemp association and the the national hemp association standing committee of hemp organizations which andrew sits on as well um we you know i've been looking at at adding language that would provide funds to the USDA 
that would then be distributed to, to different state departments of agriculture that really have been running on very lean budgets. And that has been a factor that has inhibited you know, some of the scaling and, and some of the growth of the hemp industry um, and the, the larger part of, of what's being proposed is lot grants. Um, this would be available to, to farmers, to, to processors, to, to purchase equipment. Um, and, and the good thing there is, you know, it would, it would make both new and used equipment eligible um, up to $3 million. And so, you know, up to this point, we really haven't had a whole lot of support, certainly not any fi financial support from the federal government. And, you know, if we're going to be investing in infrastructure, I, I think there's nothing else in the world that has a more tangible return on investment for, for society than hemp. You know, when you talk about, you know, water utilization and soil mm -hmm. health and feed for animals and feed for humans and textiles and building materials, it's all there. And so we're, we're all really pushing on that. We will have some information around that very soon. Um, there's also some work that's, that's being done still to, to push the 1% total THC language, which I know is, has mm -hmm. been an item that, you know, has been a, a real focus for the hemp industry for the last you know, really since the USDA published the rules a couple years ago, adding that new term for total THC. So hopefully we can get on the other side of that. And, I, you know, I would love to see something similar to, to what Senator Rand Paul proposed that would only require testing of finished products. It, it would really lessen the load for, for the farmers, for the processors, um, because really, you know, that final end product at the end of the day is is what's most important. Yeah, well, that's a big that's a big thing, and and we're also there was a there was a special session that was called right after the session ended, essentially mm -hmm. in June, and you know we've been kind of experiencing the the Texas filibuster with <laughs> with all the Democrats yeah. that ran off to D.C. Yeah, um, I think they. Yesterday, well, actually, so last Saturday, they started another special session that will run up to about Labor Day until about, I think, the last day is September 6th. And, and they're getting closer and closer to get a quorum all the time, but, but they still haven't gotten it done yet. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, special sessions are just 30 days long. I know that we've really advocated to the governor to, to put it on the call, but, you know, this is a kind of a unique year in that it's it's a redistricting year and um you know there's still a lot of of legislation on the table around uh voter integrity and and that's really taken up a lot of the the air in the room um this session but you know like i've said you know we've we were disappointed with this last session there's still a lot of work to be done there but by and large, um, you know, things are still moving along. Um, I've seen some absolutely remarkable fields in, in McAllen in South Texas with, mm -hmm. with plants that are 15, 20 feet tall. Um, some really successful variety trials. And, and Andrew will really be able to speak to that, too. I know he has a really big footprint um, all over the country. And, mm -hmm. and it'll be really exciting to, to hear all the advancements that they're doing with their seed variety trials as well. Well, Coleman, I want to talk about one of the sponsors for the Texas Hymn Show here on 590 KLBJ is, is the friends over there at Sweet Cincy and the Texas Hip 
Harvest Festival that's coming up on October 23rd. Yeah, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. The Kamani Marley, Gary P. Nunn, October 23rd at the Carson Creek Ranch in uh, here in Central Texas. First annual Hemp Harvest Festival sponsored by uh, and hosted by Sweet Sensi. These guys have Kaimani Marley, Cass Haley. I spoke to Cass the other day. He's going to be in the magazine as well. Um, sponsored by the Chronicle, Austin Chronicle, Streamline, Roofing, Amplify, uh, Sisterdale Organics, Tribe CBD. Uh, pretty cool looking, uh, uh, hot stuff coming together with this event. And um, we promised to to have uh, K- uh, Kamani on the magazine. And, and possibly, I think maybe it's going to be the cover, actually. Uh, we, we either offered uh, Cass Haler or Kamani Marley the cover, and uh, that's all coming together right now. And so we have different versions of the cover that we've been exploring. But um, I spoke with Kamani a little bit ago, and he's going to be calling me here shortly to uh, talk about his music and, and this upcoming event. Uh, but the derailers, Doug Moreland, Pure Lock, uh, Coleman Hemphill riding shotgun with me here on 590 KLBJ AM. We'll be back on the other side of this break, the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back. But I ain't too young to worry Mine too old to cry When a woman gets me down Across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hip Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment Hello. opportunities. For more information, stand by, stand by. SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. 
All right, welcome back to the Texas Hip Show. This is Russell with the Texas Hip Reporter Magazine and your host for the Texas Hip Reporter. Uh, welcome also the listeners on uh, News Radio 590 KLBJ tuning in this morning as they are um, getting a, their day started Sunday morning. Uh, we are recording uh, here uh, at the uh, Texas Hemp uh, Reporters uh, Studios here in Round Rock. But uh, joining us on the show this week is my co-host, uh, as usual, uh, uh, Coleman Hemphill of the Texas Hemp Industries Association. And then calling in uh, from uh, Nebraska is, is uh, Andrew Bish. Andrew is the founder and CEO of Hemp Harvest Works and the COO of Bish Enterprises, uh, both of Giltner, Nebraska. Uh, Bish was founded in 1976, known worldwide for combined header adapters as a harvesting equipment manufacturer. Uh, they do designing, engineering, uh, they do research. Um, Hip Harvest Works is a machinery sales business focused on bringing a complete line of equipment and ancillary solutions to both hemp producers and processors. Um, Andrew serves as the president and founder of the Nebraska Hemp Industries Association. So this is Coleman's counterpart. Uh, he's also director of the Colorado Hemp Industries Association, vice president of the Hemp Feed Coalition, and director of the standing committee of hemp organizations. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. Andrew, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm really good. Thanks for having me on today. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, uh, Coleman is joining us here with the Texas Hemp Industries Association as well. Uh, Coleman, say hi. Hey, Andrew. It's a to be on. Hey, Coleman. Glad to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, you came on briefly there at the Lucky Leaf Expo, I believe, Andrew. We had you sit down for a few minutes. Thanks for spending some time with us. And, and we wanted, of course, to get you on for a little longer here on the uh, on the main show. Well, anytime I can be a part of Texas, I like to be. <laughs> it's a great state. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, let me see here. Well, we had a couple of questions for you here. Um, I want to guess basically point out uh, that um, the we got in touch with you through Beth and uh, Ty. I think over at Farmax actually introduced us. So. Um, uh, can you uh, do you recall? I guess <laughs> if uh, how that introduction was made because I believe Beth and Ty ran an ad for the uh, Interceptor, and then they kind of put me in touch uh, with you guys uh, as well. Is, is that kind of am I warm there? Isn't there some kind of relationship there? You guys are cousins or something like that? Yeah, interestingly enough, I happen to have some cousins in a. And in an exceptional conservative state like Nebraska that also happened to develop another piece of hemp equipment. So, yeah, Beth and uh, Ty and his brother Jay, uh, they, they're, they're part of uh, our family, absolutely, um, on my mother's side. And I actually work. They've been great engineers for a long time, mm -hmm. um, doing some really, really neat things. And uh, it, it was nice to see them finally get that product taken, taken <laughs> to market. Uh, yeah, that was uh, really cool. That, that was how we got. That's how we got introduced to uh, to you and Jacob was through through them. So um, uh, that was cool. We did an article on that product for them when we first came out, Andrew, last June of 2020. So, uh, but Coleman had a question for you, I think. Yeah, so, Andrew, we were talking just before you got on on the work that you're doing on, 
in multiple states and in the work around variety trials in addition to what you do with with the farm implements and just really interested to hear how that's going and, and what we're learning in this 2021 growing season yeah well thanks for bringing that up coleman uh you know i'll tell you it's it's a project it's a project I think is, that was born out of frustration, uh, to be quite honest. Uh, I've worked in this space since late 2015. And one of the things that, uh, if you know me very well, you'll know that I'll, I, talk, I try to talk about standards and standards in genetics as often as humanly possible. Because as, a, as an equipment manufacturer, in order for us to deliver a, a, a piece of equipment that works consistently at a reasonable price, it's really helpful to have consistent genetics. Um, over the course of the past, you know, several years, there's been a lot of work done on CBD genetics and 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 uh, a lot of attention given to CBD. But there's really been almost no attention outside of a, a couple, a handful of universities that have really been working on grain and fiber genetics and how those yield and now that we're we're coming upon a time where grain and fiber markets are developing uh we we don't know anything uh, we we don't know what crops grow well in different places so this year i decided to um uh pick nine genetics i imported some from europe we imported some from uh china we used a couple domestic genetics and ultimately we, we boiled this down to nine and we also wanted to see uh, one other thing that we wanted to find out was how how these how these items did in different different uh, states uh, different microclimates and uh, different sunlight conditions so we actually did two different plantings um, nearly 30 days apart to see how the sunlight impacted them but we've got uh, genetics uh, growing in uh, two places in Texas, actually, um, Meridian, Texas, and, and Muleshoe, Texas. We've got uh, our test plots, and then we've got three different locations in Nebraska. We've got a location in South Carolina. We've got a location in Iowa, in Minnesota, and in Oregon. And again, it's all all the same nine varieties. And and what we're going to do uh, at, at the climax of this is something that we we haven't seen done before, which is where we're actually going to do uh, decortication on the material and identify the different herd and fiber ratios um, of each variety in each different location, and then measure the tensile strength of those fibers to understand more about the crop itself, not not just you know what the tonnage is, um, but what the quality of that tonnage looks like. Andrew, that's awesome. You know, I, wait, I was gonna say, you know, you know, a rule of thumb and something that we've experienced in Texas in the first growing season last year, and, and you're still seeing issues with a lot of genetic instability. Is a lot of a lot of seed that that was originally cultivated in more northern climates coming into our you know, further south latitude, flowering really early, not hitting those yields. And, you know, would you say that really kind of the rule of thumb is that, that you can bring seeds from the south to the north, but it, it is more difficult to bring more northern varieties to the south? I'm kind of thinking about our Texas farmers here. 
Well, I will say that there's some definite challenges from some of the northern varieties. I, I, I don't know how much data we have on taking southern genetics further north, but I will say there's some definite challenges we've seen early on from more northern varieties in terms of uh, early flowering. We, we had a variety uh, that actually started flowering within two weeks of um, it coming out of the ground. That's obviously not an ideal uh, genetic, um, but as we got into the Minnesota area, we saw that same genetic um, not experience those characteristics. So I, I honestly don't know, Coleman, um, but I do want to know more about this, and I think that we need to continue to do studies. What I'd like to do is work with universities like Texas A&M. You, uh, you got Calvin Trossel there uh, that's doing a lot of uh, field studies. And, and work with a bunch of uh, collaborative uh, approach with other universities to have test plots from the south of Texas all the way to the north of North Dakota um, with, you know, possibly 30 or 40 different genetics, uh, hopefully funded by the USDA, uh, to give farmers a better idea and, and run that type of study uh, for two or three years uh, to really gain the data necessary to understand. Stay right there, Andrew. We're going to take a quick commercial break, gentlemen. We'll be back uh, on the other side of the Texas Hip Show, News Radio 590. Our guest, Bish Enterprises, will be right back after this, guys. Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high margin products for vape and smoke shops. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello Texas Hemp Farmers, this is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late. In fact, it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs, we have three world-class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and 
and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hemp Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. back to the Texas Hemp Show. It's Russell Dowden, your publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and host of the Texas Hemp Show. Joining me this week, again, Coleman Hemphill of the Texas Hemp Industries Association and and I guess his counterpart, Andrew Bish of Bish Enterprises, uh, also in that uh, in that space there for, for um, Colorado and Nebraska as well. Welcome, uh, Andrew, back to the program and thank you for being a part of the show, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Bish Enterprise has been uh, providing innovative products for 40 years, serving farmers and dealers that serve the farmers and harvests the crops that feed America. What's some of the bigger things that you guys are selling right now, and how much equipment are are folks buying for hemp across the United States, Uh, Andrew? I'm just curious. Well, you know, honestly, our our core product line of uh, header adapters is is probably by units the number one sales mm. item, and we sell those all over the United States. Um, uh, another traditional ag product that we sell a lot of in Texas is actually uh, one of our super crop headers uh, that we use in the sorghum industry. So that's uh, sorghum harvest usually comes to you guys around October, unless you're in South Texas, which it's already over. That happens in July. Uh, but, uh, th- th- those have been very popular lately. Um, and then, you know, the past couple of years from a hemp equipment standpoint, it's been a little mm-hmm. bit difficult, uh, after that market crash, but, mm-hmm. uh, we have been moving into, um, we've had quite a bit of demand on a couple different products on the hemp side of things. That's awesome. So a- Andrew, I saw recently that y'all came out with the, well, I think it was called the fiber cut multi-level sickle. 
on some pretty unique um, instruments or, or implements rather that you know right now don't really exist and certainly not in high volume but but will certainly be necessary as we start seeing these these fiber crops really start growing I, I've seen some remarkable crops in South Texas this year you know 14 15 feet tall seen some great success in California can you kind of tell us more about that that fiber cut 415 multi-level tickle yeah, yeah, we're actually going to be using that in the south of Texas to cut down um, some of those large crops here in the next two weeks. And ultimately, what we're trying to do there is just provide the widest cutting width that we can. We've we've got it 15 feet wide of a, a sickle cut, which is the widest we've seen in um, you know across the world uh, from a multi-level sickle. And then we're cutting it into 30 in 30 inch pieces. Uh, and, and the purpose of that is just simply to make it easier for the baler uh, to pick the material up. Bale, bales don't like 14-foot stocks at all. Um, they can handle shorter stocks a lot better. So that's what we're doing is, is laying that down, making it easy to ret, uh, and then allowing it to be baled up uh, with some level of simplicity. Andrew, you also you guys also sell the air dryers, Andrew. What what people buying these the the forty foot one I saw on the website the the Maber Air System is a forty foot a hemp dryer. Do, do, do those move well for you in the other states or are those are those selling? Well, we see that product. Yeah, that that's definitely a CBD uh, mm-hmm. type type product and. Um, again, that market's a little bit, uh, there, there's a sale here and there, but I wouldn't say it's strong right now. Um, we, we've seen price points come up in the CBD market by 50% from last month to this month though. So we might, might start seeing some more interest, uh, in, in people getting into that industry because both flour prices, crude prices, distillate and isolate prices have gone up by at least 50%, uh, since July. Well, if they get rid of Delta 8 in more states, you'll see those prices begin to climb, I think. Well, I think Delta 8's actually been quite a, quite a helper. Now, I, I, I personally, I don't really have any feelings for or against Delta 8, but what I can tell you is it's been a, a big help in clearing out a lot of the material <laughs> that farmers have been holding on to for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate any opportunities we have to help clear out material yeah. for farmers. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Andrew, you know, I, I heard someone say the other day that, that growing hemp and it had this big hemp stalk, so it's like a tree covered in fabric. Um, so, you know, harvesting it, putting it in those 30-foot pieces, then you're having to go through that redding or rotting process where you're separating those long bass fibers from the herd and, and putting that through a decorticator. Y'all also sell decortication equipment. Could you kind of explain that process a bit for our listeners who may not know and and just kind of explain the the innovations that y'all are are putting together? Yeah, I mean, decortication at its simplest is is separating the the hemp fibers from the herd material, which is going to be the the woody material that you find. and the the reason for the redding process, which is actually a Dutch word for for rot, is you're breaking down the lignans that that bind those two together. Uh, that ultimately make it simpler for 
the decorticator to separate that material. And then ultimately you just break it into those two fractions of, uh, um, of the fiber and the herd. And then from that point, you start to separate the herd into different sizes, um, different sizes. And then on the fiber side of things, you, you start to move into different cleaning phases uh, where you start to clean up those fibers. And then uh, you will end up, uh, the way that, that we decorticate uh, produces a lot of fibers that are very long. And then you end up with a lot of shorter fibers as well that have uh, some different places into the to the market. So I'd, I'd say that when you do, uh, when you harvest for stock material, uh, you're, you're breaking that down into a herd that's going to be large, medium, small, and then micronized of, of various micron sizes. And then on the fiber side, uh, again, the way that we do it, we produce a long fiber. And then uh, just by the way that it ends up, you end up with some shorter fibers and then some very short fibers. The nice way, thing about the way that we decorticate, uh, we don't use a hammer mill to decorticate. Um, and that allows us those long fibers, which then if we have a customer that happens to need shorter fibers, we can always shorten something that's long, but we can't lengthen something that's short. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, when they think of hemp, they think of, of a lot of the hemp ropes. And it, it's exciting to hear about these these long fibers for, for different non-woven products and not so much shirts, but, you know, fibers that could be used for building materials, for car parts. Um, the really exciting things that are going on with hemp wood materials, a lot of interior car parts are already made from these materials. Is that kind of target market at this point? Well, we're, we're definitely working on trying to figure out what that marketplace looks like, but you did mention a lot of things that I think are, are more easier items to get to, such as twine, uh, replacements for uh, fiber, uh, you know, as the, the way that we make fiberglass, uh, we can incorporate hemp into it. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, different areas that we can immediately move both long and short fibers into that aren't clothing related. That's great. So, Andrew, we just got a couple minutes before the next break. Could you tell us a little bit about the Hemp Feed Coalition, and then tell us, you know, where we can get in touch with you and where people can find you online? Well, thank you for asking about the Hemp Feed Coalition. That's that's actually one of my largest passions. And when you look at the economics of growing hemp, uh, that's probably the piece of the pie that once we get sorted out is going to have the most impact on the entire industry. But a lot of people don't realize it's illegal to feed hemp seeds uh, or hemp meal, um, which is uh, seeds that have oil been taken out of it uh, to, to animals and then put that animal into um, the stream of commerce. So we at the Hemp Feed Coalition, uh, we raise funds um, to ultimately aggregate studies that different universities across the nation um, are, are doing, gather that data together, put together an application for the FDA CVM, and then submit that application uh, for an animal food ingredient. And currently we have an application that we have submitted uh, to the FDA and we're waiting to get approval back on egg laying chickens. Um, but we, that's just egg laying chickens. That's not boiler chickens. That's not the other three types of chickens that I honestly don't know what they are. And then we got to start doing that with all the other different types of animals. So a lot of more studies, um, and it's going to take a, it's going to take a lot of work, um, at, at the rate that we're moving, 
right now. So any help we can get from people in states where uh, they're, they're making changes legislatively to make this easier uh, or working with the federal government to find legislative actions um, to help speed this along. Obviously, we need to come up with what the right amounts are on a per animal basis, but um, keep in mind, you can go to the store today, you can buy hemp seed, you can eat it. Uh, you just cannot feed that to a cow and then sell that cow to another human being. And we got to sort through those things. Absolutely. Well, and you know, Andrew, I, there's been some great victories there in Montana that, that passed the bill that allows you to feed to non-human consumption animals uh, like pets, horses. I know that's been a big push. I think Oregon passed something recently. Would love to see that at the national level. Um, could you fire off uh, your website for us? How can we get in touch with you and how can people follow the work you're doing? Yeah, and just real quick, you almost had that in Texas. You had a couple of people get in the way of that. So um, that's you right. Know, we did. We we were we were really close with Hunter. That was something I was really pressing on. Um, thank you for mentioning that. We will be back with that very soon. Um, but yeah, before we head to this next break, please, um, you know, where can we? Yeah, get my website. Get a hold of me. Go to hempharvestworks.com or visit us at bishenterprise.com. And uh, hit the contact us button, and, and we'll get all of you. Well, thank you, Andrew. Awesome. So thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, thank you, Andrew, thank for you being guys. a part of the show. We appreciate it. And uh, Andrew, when's the next time we'll see you in Texas, my friend? Oh, you're going to be seeing me a lot in Texas. <laughs> so. Uh, uh. Very soon. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Andrew Bish of uh, Bish Enterprises. Thanks for chiming in on the Texas Hemp Show, my friend. Thank you both. All right. Thank you. Well, stay right there, guys. We'll be right back. We'll take another quick break on the other side. It's the Texas Hemp Show. You're listening to News Radio 590 KLBJ. We'll be right back after this. Cosmic Cowboys Extractions, at the forefront of industrial hash production and infusion. Our trademark gold dust hash is truly total spectrum and chemical free for consumers. Let us put our patented technologies and processes to work, adding value to your product. Gold dust, probably the best hemp product on the planet. To place your order, visit CosmicCowboysExtractions.com. You're listening to the Texas Hip Show, sponsored by The Loot. The Loot, helping vape and smoke shops deliver the most innovative products to customers. Constantly creating new products that people love. E-liquid, salts, CBD topicals, tincture flour, edibles, and Delta 8. Your customers will be shouting, give me The Loot. The Loot, creating high-margin products for vape and smoke shop. Contact us today at thelootjuice.com for all your vape, CBD, and Delta 8 needs. Mention Texas Hemp Reporter for 10% off. Give me The Loot. Hello Texas Hemp Farmers, this is CBD Seed Labs reminding you that it's not too late, in fact it's the perfect time to plant your summer hemp crop. At CBD Seed Labs we have three world class hemp cultivars with proven success across Texas. Visit us at cbdseedlabs.com or call 442-222-8595 to learn more. Mention this ad in Texas Hemp Reporter and get an additional 10% off. That's cbdseedlabs.com where we have the seeds you need to succeed. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. 
Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. The third annual Southern Hip Expo is now open for exhibitor and sponsor registration. This year's event will take place at the Convention Center in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 2nd through the 4th, where we will have three days of conferences, seminars, and workshops, 250-plus exhibitors, and numerous networking and entertainment opportunities. For more information, check out SouthernHempExpo.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hip Show. It's Russell with the Texas Hip Reporter. Russell with the Texas Hip Reporter and uh, uh, Coleman Hemphill of the Texas Hemp Industries Association joining me uh, here on the program uh, as well. Uh, so good stuff from our guest there, Andrew Bish. Uh, always informative to have him. I, I didn't realize he was also, Coleman, the you know, the heads of those other organizations as well on the national level, but uh, uh, one of your counterparts in the Hemp Industries Association. Yeah, you know, so Andrew and I have worked together for the last couple years um, through the the different state chapters and kind of split off at the same time and have continued our work together with the, the National Hemp Association and, and with the Hemp Feed Coalition that, that we worked really closely with this last session around that around the animal feed and, and really trying to, to make that available. And, you know, I, I love hearing, you know, what he said there towards the end uh, of his bit, talking about his passion for, for animal feed and, and grain. And you could almost think of that as the true seed funding for the hemp industry, because 
unlike the the equipment that they make and they do an excellent job of you know adapting equipment to, to be able to harvest fiber for grain you can utilize a lot of the same headers and equipment that the bish makes um, for sorghum you know he mentioned mm-hmm. sorghum mm-hmm. and and your grain varieties you know you really want to, to focus on that that seed head you want a, a plant that's a bit shorter so that you don't have to have this huge header that's you know, 10, 12 feet high and can be planted and harvested in a much more traditional, conventional fashion. And so, you know, from the farming standpoint of really being able to commercialize hemp as a, as a true ag commodity, that's one of our greatest opportunities. And he does a lot of really great work with the Hemp Feed Coalition. Well, we got a chance to interview this uh, this Kaimani Marley guest. Uh, uh, you know, that's one of 10 of the Marley kids. And he's going to be performing at this event that's coming up at the uh, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. This is uh, something that uh, is coming together. Are you hearing more information about this? Or have you been to the TexasHempHarvestFestivals.com's website lately uh, at all, Coleman? It's uh, gotten a, a lot more bands I- on here and a lot more sponsors, too, it seems like. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I know last year there was a group that put on the, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, and you know that was kind of in the, the throes of, of COVID, but still well attended. And, you know, it's it's always good to to share more uh, more education and, and just be together as a as a community. Um, yeah. And enjoy some music. And, you know, it's it's for those reasons that, that we do all of these things. And so I'm glad to, to see more of that pop up around the, the Austin area. Yeah, I'm sharing uh, the screen for the video viewers of the podcast uh, of the Sweet Scentsy's uh, first annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival uh, webpage. But you guys can check that out on the Internet. That's been something uh, that we've been talking about as that develops. And, and we'll, we'll be we'll be learning more about that event at Carson Creek Ranch on October 23rd as as uh, uh, both Tracy and, and Greg uh, keep us up to date with uh, all things going on over there at the Hemp Harvest Festival. It is pretty cool that when we get together like that, Coleman, like you mentioned with um, Liz and Patrick at the event there in Wimberley last December, uh, the Hemp Cup, that was a lot of fun. I wonder, I, I imagine, I guess they're going to do that again. I, as long as things can stay open and and uh, we're okay, uh, you know, with not uh, uh, going into a, a pan. Uh, uh, a panic, you know, um, uh, but um, uh, it is good when we get together as a, as a hemp family and, and hang out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's another event that's coming up that I'm really excited about that's, that's being put on by the the, temp, the Texas Hemp Growers Association and, mm-hmm. and Delta Ag that is, is in the Lubbock area and, and Lock Andrew. Um, they participated in a number of different variety trials around the state of Texas. Um, last year, they grew about 800 acres of, of hemp, which, you know, at that time, I, I believe was about the most sizable growth in the in the state. Had a lot of success with the different tri-crops that they brought in. So harvesting for both grain, fiber, and CBD. Um, really interesting model there and trying to maximize all the different revenue potential. But on August 26th, I believe it's August 26th and 27th, they'll be hosting a field day in Lubbock, um, hosted by by Delta Ag and then the Texas Hemp Growers Association that um, has been doing a lot of great work. It's a very farmer-focused um, uh, nonprofit. Um, they've also, you know, I, I've worked with Tillery Sims quite a bit, um, and, and they were big proponents of, 
of hemp for animal feed and, and the amendments that we proposed this last session. But I'm really excited to see a lot of their new equipment. I know that they've brought in decortication equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they have a, a number of different different pieces of equipment to, to clean seed. It's it's really starting to scale, and it's being from West Texas, um, it's exciting to, to see this pop up in, in my neck of the woods. Yeah, that's uh, I see that. I was looking for a website online here. I found a news article on it, but I wanted uh, the Sam Saba news, but I was looking for something uh, online. Do you know a website for that, uh, for that event, Field Day? Um, you know, I, I, know that you, I know that you can Google the, the Texas Hemp Growers Association. Mm-hmm. Um, give me just a second, and I'll pull up that, that email, but... Yeah, um, you know, we, we work very collaboratively. Um, and it looks like the our and, friends. And then at, also, you can look up Delta Ag. Oh, here it is. I, I found an ad for it on the Bingham Family Vineyards, uh, or B, at Bingham Organic Farms has yeah. it right here. It's uh, the Hemp Row Crop Field Day, Hemp Row Crop Tour, Education Experienced Hemp Farmers, Exhibitors. Let's see. It's the Field Day, sponsored by your friends there at uh, Can ID. <laughs> that sounds like you guys are sponsors over there, um, uh, Coleman, at Ionization. And then the Hemp Feed Coalition, along with the National Hemp Industries Council, uh, August 26, 3 to 8 p.m. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a lot of fun to, to work with with them. Um, you know, Ionization Labs and, and our KNID solution, we, we actually partnered with Texas A&M University and have three of these units deployed, one there in College Station, one in Uvalde and the other one there in Lubbock. And so mm-hmm. always glad to, to play our part in, in getting more data and, and helping people direct their cultivation and, and best practices around around knowledge. You know, we, we want to be compiling as much as we can. I mean, you know, another pilot, and I think we had this in one of the past past magazines, is, is working with a, a company called Climacan. And mm-hmm. so taking mm-hmm. cultural weather data for about 25 different points of data and, and a lot of those farmers up there participated in that. For those that are interested in that, you can visit climacan.com. Um, it's a, a free service. We provide you a free COA at the end of the season and, and see how all those weather points that are gathered every couple minutes um, correlate to the compliance of the crop and the value of those crops. So really excited to, to see all of those pieces coming together. Well, you know, Coleman, it looks like here that the uh, with the, uh, the the field day has it says that they've invited you know Senator Perry and you know uh, Dustin Burroughs, uh, Tracy King, uh, Ken King, John Frulio, uh, Frulo, uh, Bro- uh, Brooks Landgraf, and then they have Dr. Calvin Trossel speaking there uh, from T- uh, Texas A&M AgriLife, and the Feed Coalition will be there. So it's, it looks like it's. Uh, uh, they're inviting these guys to show up. I don't know if the if they're going to or not, uh, but that's certainly cool that they're inviting the the legislature to come down. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they will be there. Um, you know, Tillery Sims, who um, works with Delta Ag and has also been instrumental with the Texas Hemp Growers Association, is is from the Lubbock area, yeah. born and raised, um, and, and has a great relationship with our our hemp champion, Senator Perry. Yes. And, um, you know, this is really kind of a first of its kind of uh, event that's, that's really centered around grain and fiber. And we say it all the time and, and no knock on CBD by any means, but that has been the, the primary focus. We are starting to now see this shift towards more conventional farming. And 
mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of the, the points that we really, you know, marketed and, and lobbied for um, starting in 2015. So it's really amazing to, to see it, um, to see it come to life, to, to see this really growing in those areas. Well, that is an interesting, interesting point. You know, you're right that the CBD side of the business world has gotten a lot of attention for it. But a lot of this, you know, this the farming and agriculture aspect of this for Texas is huge because of our, our we're such a, a wealthy uh, state in regards to agricultural and, and oil and, 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 and cattle and, and farming in general that, um, that just the potential for Texas as this crop develops from the agricultural standpoint is, 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 is certainly in its infancy at this point. Yeah, it, you know, it's interesting to see a lot of this, you know, a lot of the commercial um, growth of this starting in, in West Texas, you know, in an area that's very dry, um, an area that's, that's really traditionally been a, the number one cotton-producing area in the United States. You know, we grow mm-hmm. 7.5 million acres of cotton, and cotton's gotten more expensive and to, to, to grow. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's this really strong desire from farmers to have other options, other rotation crops, other, you know, kind of utility crops, you know, if, if a crop gets gets hailed out or flooded out, which which can happen, um, or dropped out, um, even more likely in, in that part of the world, having something that's resilient and is going to provide other revenue streams is, is really always in, been my heart, and, and it's it's coming together. Are you headed up there? I mean, when are you going to that event? I'm, I'm interested in attending that one myself. This is a good one here for, for uh, ag, ag Life. Yeah, I, I think you'll be surprised. I think there'll be a lot of farmers there. Um, I would very highly encourage everyone to attend. It's a free event. Um, it'll be full of education. You can see a lot of the specific equipment that's being utilized. And this is kind of coming on the heels of, a, of another um, field trip that was put together by um, IND Hemp. It was there in, in Montana. Mm-hmm. Again, um, Ken, Ken Elliott is the, the president of the coalition um and really opened the doors to, to competition to really the whole hemp community there and and got a whole lot of people outside of him um to, to attend those events and the the stir is really on you know i i think something that you see in the ag community all the time is everyone's waiting for the first person to make that decision and see something real and um now that they can see it how it's tangible it makes a huge difference well, thank you so much, Coleman, for chiming in on this show here on on, on podcast number 47 this week. Uh, thank you to Andrew Bish of Bish Enterprises joining us on the show. Uh, stay tuned next week. We've got another show that we're recording here with Cass Haley coming up. And then our friends over at the Cowboy Extractions joining us on the program next week. Hey, Coleman, thanks for chiming in this way. Stay safe out there, my friend. And, and, um, and, and, and we'll talk during the week. It's good to always have you on, buddy. Yes, sir. Let's grow hemp, grow Texas. Grow hemp, grow Texas. We'll see you soon. I'll see you at that at the uh, Texas Hemp Growers Association's event at the Field Day 2021. We'll see you out there. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.